Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce, and I'm Doc Holliday. Isaac, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Hey, what's up, Doc, man? Big shout out to you today, man. Uh, staying faithful, staying committed, man, and all of our fans, all of our listeners throughout the Los Angeles metro area, man. Big shout out to them, man. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back to you, too, and a salute and an sh- extremely huge shout out. To all our listeners in the Los Angeles area, man. Now, plenty for us to talk about today. The Rams, just like the rest of the NFL, reporting to training camp. They're in it. It has started. But camp won't look like camp this year. All kinds of changes, restrictions, do's, don'ts, precautions in place to keep players and team personnel safe. And we also take a look at which position group that we need to look at for the Rams heading into camp. But top of the talk, Isaac, players. Finally reporting to training camp, man. Uh, always exciting time for you, brethren, when you were playing, man. You know what? It was, it was always exciting, Doc, just to get back around the fellas, uh, get back around the coaches, back into the facility or, you know, to the, uh, the the summer training camp spot, which was Macomb, Illinois, for us a lot. But just being around the guys, man, you know, it, it stays very uh, minimal as, as far as, you know, uh, accumulating furniture and, and uh, your televisions and your PlayStations that we had back in the day when we played. But just having breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, meeting times with uh, the guys that you know you're preparing to go and do battle with the entire season, man. So I was excited. Um, and, and just to be honest, it got it got a little monotonous real quick. But uh, just the excitement of being around the, the fellas, getting ready to play a, a game that I love, man, was always special, man. Well, the thing about this year, man, training camp not going to look like training camp that you knew and that I knew. First of all, we kind of touched on this last week, man. Not 90 players coming to camp, only 80. And this is how training camp is going to look, man. One week of strength and conditioning. Wow. Five days of non-padded practice. Wow, Cat's going to be looking good out there in shorts. 14 padded practices max before the first game. And, uh, hey, man, and like I said, camp looking totally different. Now, Isaac, there were no mini camps. Offseason was a virtual offseason, man. You know, vets can pretty much handle that. But for the rookies like Cam Akers and others, uh, it can be a little tough, man, because a lot of these dudes, man, getting acclimated into this NFL life and seeing this NFL speed for the first time, man, it's a huge, huge 
difference. What do you think, you know, rookies and first-time players, man, like Cam Makers and other Rams rookies, man, need to expect and need to pay attention to uh, going into camp? Well, you know what, Doc? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's like this. Not many of our listeners or just the, the, the common football fan really don't know that players, that we players, we work a job. And part of that work job, part of that working is going to mini camps, is going to team meetings. It's going to uh, uh, training camps to places where you have to sit down and be taught uh, your assignments, what, what's expected of you, uh, your blitz pickups, your 907s, your, your 707s, uh, your, your reads, your keys. Everybody has keys. So when you when you remove all of that stuff, the mini camps and uh, the, the times of uh, really acclimate, acclimating your new draft picks into the culture of the Los Angeles Rams, you don't have it. Um, it, 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 it could, it could be really set up to really implode if you don't handle it the correct way. Now I trust with our leadership that we have that in place, but you know, we're contact people Doc. we, we, we do things and our part of our job description is to be physical, to put your hand on people and, you know, try to run through people and try not to be ran through. So, um, just not having that part and then just bam, the next day, uh, it, it's starting, it's starting to heat up. It's going to be different for a lot of people, man. It's going to be different for those, for those rookies. It's going to be different for, uh, some of the, some of the veterans who are not used to it. So just making sure that when guys get into camp, man, and, and, uh, the, the speed of the game, the speed of blitz pickup man, and things that are going to have to be actually ran in practice on the practice fields, the, this training camp, man. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fast. It, it could be overwhelming for a lot of guys. It's going to be new, most definitely. But um, I, I think the, the teams that 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 get it right faster will be the teams that have the better start to start the season. Now, I heard you saying something about speed, man, and blitz pickup. And, of course, man, me being a running back, I always focus. I like focusing on the, the running backs. And you're right, man, blitz pickup and just seeing those type, type of things, man, because these rookies are seeing this NFL speed for the first time. And I'm going to tell you all right now, Cam Akers and the rest of y'all fellas, oh, it's totally different, man. Isaac says something about blitz pickup. I remember when I got to camp with the Rams, I formation, man. I'm, you know, I'm fullback. I hated playing fullback. But anyway, that's what I had to do. Fullback, we in like a nine oh seven. Now we was in a, we was in a team scrimmage. I mean, bro, this is how fast it came for me when I first got there, man. I, the ball was snapped. I didn't even get out of my three point stance yet, man. And Robert Jones had hit the gap, hit me in my mouth so hard and so fast. I was like, oh, okay. I have to anticipate the snap as well, man, even though I know the snap from the center to the quarterback. I got to anticipate it because that's how fast these dudes were moving, man. Can you remember, Ike, when you first saw and, like, experienced, like, okay, man, this NFL speed is something totally different than what I've seen in college. Totally different, man. I mean, your story is very similar to what I've heard guys like Eric Dickerson describe in their their first experiences in a, in an NFL training camp. Uh, mine is none different, Doc. I mean, I remember – uh, my first seven on seven, you know, running routes and Roman Pfeiffer, you know, great linebacker out of UCLA, played for the Rams uh, eight plus years. Pfeiffer. You know, he, he's running with me, man. I mean, he has the same speed. And I'm like, you know, he's running step for step with me. So that just let me know that, you know, it was, was going to take a lot more than just being talented, being a talented football player 
to succeed on this level. So um, it, it was very imperative, man, that I started really studying, studying my playbook, uh, becoming a, a student, watching film, uh, making sure that I knew what was happening as far as what the defense was trying to take away and trying to take me away. So just the speed of that game, man, with linebackers being able to run with wide receivers, especially in this day's game, man, with the with the offenses so spread out, you, you're going to need guys. You're going to need linebackers. You're going to need safeties who can run with, with these fast running backs, with these fast wide receivers. You're going to need that. So um, th those are the things that I would, you know, warn these guys coming into training camp, man, be prepared for that thing. And, and ju that, just don't let it shock you, but be prepared to grow from it. And that's another thing, man. I always like to tell people, man, because I still this this just sticks with me, man. This preseason game against Kansas City, man. I was supposed to block the defensive end, and I ain't gonna even lie, bro. I missed him on purpose because I wanted the ball, so I, I missed him, man. Jamie Martin checked down, man, and when I got it, I turned around. It was really like no one around me, probably like if I was in college, I could easily picked up like thirty or forty yards, man. I got that rock, man. I got down the field about ten yards. I mean, the free safety had caught me. The defensive tackles had got me. The linebackers had caught up with me. That's just how fast these dudes were moving, man. So a lot of these dudes, it's going to be a new experience for them, uh, not only coming to camp, man, and dealing with, uh, you know, the speed of the game, but just the all-day work and the all-day being into something. That's another thing, uh, Isaac, man, that these, you know, a lot of these first-time players are uh, – have to get acclimated to, man. Just the fact that camp, it's, this is really an all-day thing, man. I mean, I, I know at, at back then they wouldn't let you go to bed until 10 or 11, then they're waking you up at 6 o'clock, man. And, I mean, you're doing something all day. That's another thing that, you know, people kind of un un underestimate, man, that you're you're actually busy doing something all day long. Oh, the schedule is, is, is full, Doc. It's a routine um, from – uh, they want to see test and test your mental strength as far as being on time, being where you need to be when you're supposed to be there. And, you, you know, your football acumen as far as far as your position is concerned. You know, what can you pick up? What can this guy learn from uh, his instructions, the, the coach that are coaching him, the, the information that he's that he's given? How does he take notes? Does he take notes? Because all of those things are being screened. They're being watched, especially for these rookie free agents. Like you mentioned, you know, last week in our podcast, you know, the preseason games aren't there. So Man, for real. you're going to have to stand out a different way uh, to impress coaches, to impress some of your teammates, to get that respect that we're all looking for, Doc. And you're also going to have to piss off some veterans too, man, because a lot of times when you ain't, you ain't practicing, those vets want to take it easy, man. And I know I had that problem a couple of times. Vets want to take it easy. But I'm like, man, look, I'm trying to make the squad. I'm trying to get a check. I'm trying to make it to this thing, man. You already in here. So they're trying to tell you to tone it down and go slow. And you're like, man, if I go slow, you're going to end up knocking me in my mouth. I'm going to look bad. And I'm going to have some problems. You're not going to have any problems. So that's another thing, man, that uh, it's, it's going to have to be balanced, man. And, hey, I tell those guys, man, trying to make, you know, trying to make uh, uh, an impression, on um, the coaches, and you're right, man. No preseason games mean it means it all has to be done in practices and in scrimmages, and and that can bring out uh, a lot of fire. And like we said, man, you know it's probably going to be some fights, Isaac. Oh, indeed, man. But but it's fun, Doc. It's uh it's a great opportunities for the for these young guys. A uh, great opportunity for uh, some of the young coaches, the young young guys who probably work in the quality control. Uh, just to learn football, man. That's what training camp is always, always has always been about. Just the camaraderie with the with the players, learning football, 
And, you know, everybody's O and O right now. So everybody has Super Bowl aspirations when you're coming into training camp. So hopefully as as a unit, the Los Angeles Rams can gel together, man. We can make us a deep playoff run. I know it's early. I know it's, 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 it's at the end of July right now. But, you know, those goals and those aspirations, those dreams, that's, this is the time when they are, are, are placed on your vision board. And hopefully, you know, you, you, you can remain focused to what's on that vision board, man, and take us all to the playoffs this year, man. No doubt about it, man. And, and, and our L.A. Rams can definitely make a, a, a deep playoff run, man, and do some great things this season, man, because they have the capabilities. We've seen them do it. Uh, they can do it again, man, uh, because, you know, they have a nice little core. And, uh, and one of those core pieces, man, we've talked about it a couple of times, man, you know, because also in this situation, you know, like uh, just a virtual offseason, no one's really meeting, man, no mini camps. You all haven't been able to hook up and do strength and conditioning together and go to meetings and all that. So it's it's been interesting to me, or it is interesting to me, see what kind of shape these dudes going to come in, man. Uh, but I know one dude we ain't got to worry about what kind of shape he's coming in, man. Why, I mean, I, I, saw the, I saw that picture that was tw- tweeted out of Aaron Donald, man. He yoked up, man. I mean, dude is yoked up. You'd like to see a monster like that that plays like a monster, man, that has gotten that money and getting the accolades, but still, still hungry and playing and working out like he's hungry. Uh, Hey, Donald, I guess we shouldn't be surprised, man, that he looks as shredded and ready to rock and roll as he does, man. But it is interesting to see what kind of shape these other guys come in because, as we, we talked about, man, this is something new, Isaac. Very new, man. I mean, I'm not surprised that Aaron Donald, Donald looks the way he looks at coming into camp, uh, midseason form. I mean, he's been a professional, man. It's what we ask uh, of every guy that's on this level to be prepared to do your job, be prepared to be coach football. Not Don't come into camp, you know, not having passed your uh, conditioning test, man. I mean, we're very familiar with conditioning tests. I mean, my years with Rams, you have to come in and, and make four gasses under a certain amount of time, which was tough. And uh, I'm sure some of these strength and conditioning coaches have dreamed up and thought of a lot of a lot more difficult things that they can put these guys through. So, you know, it's about being professional, Doc, and, and coming into camp ready to perform. All the great ones in every uh, uh, arena of sports, uh, that's the way they report to camp. They, they, treat, they treat this job or this sport that they're playing as a job. They prepare first and then come in uh, to tra- their training camps, and you and you see why they're they're the great players that they are. So, um, there's nothing new with Aaron. There's, there should be nothing new with the Jalen Ramsey's coming into camp. These guys should be prepared. Uh, be prepared. Jared Goff's coming into camp, ready to build upon what's already been happening in their careers thus far. No doubt about it. Now we have a lot of different players we want to take a look at coming into camp, man, and uh, uh, position groups that we want to talk about today, man, at least a couple of, man. Now, there are a couple of position groups I know going to be very, very important as far as the success of our L.A. Rams this season, man, how well they're playing the regular season, how well they're playing the playoffs, if they make the playoffs, how well, you know, they can get it going in order to make a Super Bowl run, man. Um, and uh, Isaac, I know I got a position group, man, that I want to watch, but we're going to start with you, man. Which position group do you think – we need to watch and pay attention to for the L.A. Rams coming into training camp and coming into the season, man. I think the most important group has to be the linebackers, Doc. From the, from from the last couple of seasons, I mean, we've we've managed to to uh, win uh, uh, NFC West division title, uh, NFC uh, title, 
uh, a couple of years ago when we went to the Super Bowl. But, you know, just looking at the linebacker position, man, I think that's where the where the uh, spotlight should be sh shining uh, as we go into training camp. Who's going to be that middle linebacker with the departure of Littleton via free agency? Who's going to be that guy to step up? and be that play caller for the defense, get everybody lined up and make sure, you know, everybody knows their assignment and we're not out there thinking uh, while we're trying to play football at the same time. So we're going to need some guys to really step up, uh, guys like Trayvon Howard, uh, Kaiser. We got guys like Clay Johnson, Troy Reader. These are all the guys that uh, have this opportunity to be that guy. And uh, one one guy, I think, you know, with uh, that that – that's going to be a dark horse here, maybe a rookie doc. Uh, this is a guy out of Baylor, you know, just just so happens to be a Baylor bear where uh, Tiffany Burris, my executive assistant for my foundation, she's a Baylor bear. So every time Baylor's playing basketball or football, I just so happen to have to see these guys and watch a little bit of the game so I can be relevant with her. But we drafted a guy out of uh, Baylor uh, with a, a torn ACL. Um, a, a lot of scouts, a lot of reports uh, that this guy would have been uh, drafted a lot higher had he not torn his ACL. A uh, guy by the name of uh, Clay, is it Clay Johnson? I believe that is Clay Johnson. He drafted 20, 234th overall the 2020 draft this year. So uh, hopefully this guy has recovered enough to be on the field uh, at the beginning of training camp and, and really have an opportunity to be that guy. It's rare that a rookie can come in and run a defense the way that you expect him to do as far as uh, being that middle linebacker, but even rarer for a guy drafted in the seventh round uh, to be that guy. So um, hopefully, you know, with the with the reports that uh, we got, this guy uh, has a great upside. He'll start to show it once the training camp starts. But Isaac, man, when you're trying to replace somebody like Corey Littlejohn, man, come on, man. And the Rams, we really didn't like, it seems like we didn't place too much emphasis on the linebacker position this offseason. But, man, my man had 124 tackles last season, man, just raising hell and causing havoc all over the place, man. So he's gone. Now we got Kenny Young coming in, man, from the Bears. Uh, still going to be interested to see, uh, interesting to see what he can do. But, Isaac, come on, man, that's a lot of productivity, man, to uh, – try to replace man now you 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 count on your defensive line to do some great things and we know what you know uh, ad is gonna do but to replace a dude man that had 124 tackles uh, isaac man it's kind of tough brother it's tough but it has to be done doc i mean when you look at what we have from a four, front four uh perspective with the, the great aaron Donald with brockers who we, we talked heavily about last last week um, and, and looking on the back end, as far as what we have in the defensive backfield with the guys with Rat, with, with Ramsey, you know, you you want to make sure that that second tier of defense isn't the weak part of the defense. You want to make sure that these you have some guys who can fly around and make those tackles. And if we have to do it by committee, committee, so be it. But at the same time, you know, with the emergence of these running backs, the Alvin Kamaras, who can really not only run the football but catch the ball out of the backfield. And that's a big part of a lot of offenses, man. You got to have some guys who can cover these guys, at least stay with these guys and make tackles and make some plays. So um, it's a different breed of linebackers. Uh, but, you're, but we are playing in a division that has the Seattle Seahawks, which are heavy on the run. We have the San Francisco 49ers who are heavy on the run. And you need some guys, some stud guys, to be able to shut that run, run game down from that, that standpoint. So 
It's, it's a tricky mix, Doc. I mean, I think this group would be heavily scrutinized for, number one, for the personnel standpoint, who do you keep on the team, and the ability to play. Who can who can play the way the game is being played today? Well, that's true, man, and you're right, man. Those linebackers got to step up, man, and do some things, man, because we got to have that second level stout and ready to stop the run, man. Also be able to uh, cover and pass coverage, man. That's going to be – that's going to be extremely huge, man, because we said we got a couple of good corners, man, got a couple of good defensive linemen. We definitely don't need that linebacker group to be uh, the weak link in the defensive unit, man, that does have the potential to be very good. Now, with you, you're picking the linebackers, but with me, man, of course, you know I'm going, man. I'm going with that run game. And this is why I say this is in a position group to watch because when the Rams run the ball, when we run the rock, Isaac, we're successful. I don't. It doesn't even matter that we don't even have a, a huge yards per carry, uh, uh, average. But when we run the ball, we are successful. Now I looked this up yesterday, man, and went through all the numbers and went through the games. Check this out. We went nine and seven last year, right, Isaac? Two thousand nineteen record, ninety seven, brother. And not in those nine wins, we averaged thirty one carries a game, man. 31 carries a game. Every time we had 30 or more carries in a game, we run one to rock. And we already know that we didn't even, we didn't have a good yards per carry average. And a lot of those games, we didn't have a, a, a big yards per carry average. But when we ran the rock at least 30 or more times, we won the game, man. Seven games with 30 or more rushes, man. 32 against Carolina. We won it. 32 against 30 against the Saints, we won it. 36 carries against Atlanta, we won it. 34 carries against the Bears, we won it. 30 against Arizona on December 1st, we won it. 35 against Seattle on December 8th, we won it. And 33 against the Cardinals again on December 29th, we won the game. Man. Seven games with 30 or more rushes, 7-0. But check out, in the seven losses, guess how many rushes we averaged? 17, man. Hey, bro. That says it all, man. Now, you know, golf had a good season last year, but we know we have to – won't even really have to get the running game going. We just have to run the rock to keep the defense right there for a minute, play action, hold tight so this run – so you can be worried about these running backs getting this ball, man, going off tackle because that seems to be the key to our success. And like I said, even though we didn't have a large uh, uh, poor yard – Average from running the ball, man. I I think we looked it up. We talked about it last week, man. We didn't have a we didn't have one running back that averaged four yards a carry. But when we run the rock, we win. That's the game plan, Isaac. We got to run the rock, man. Hey, here, Doc. In in the in the days and in the age of fantasy football, uh, guys want to see the ball thrown all over the place. I'm a receiver. I like seeing the ball thrown all over the place. But, but at the same time, I'm not naive to, to a running game, the benefits of a running game. The benefits of a running game is very similar to the benefits of a heart ticking in a person's body. So um, just being committed to running the football, you see a lot of fo- you see a lot of football teams at the end of the season, guys who make the playoffs, guys who have deep playoff runs. They are committed to running the football no matter what you see it up north in Seattle with with with. Uh, Pete Carroll, he likes he running the football. He loves his play-action uh, fake game. Uh, so uh, just being committed to the run, just having a run game and being committed to it, it bodes well for every aspect of football, every uh, uh, every uh, phase of football, from the special teams to the defense. 
Uh, guys get more rest on defense and offensive linemen. They love to run the football. So it's a lot more easier than trying to pass pro versus these athletic defensive ends and athletic uh, linebackers who can pass rush. So when you can just, you know, line up, put your hand in the dirt, come off the ball like like those guys like to do. Uh, hey, running game is always great for us, man. And that should be good to hear Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown, because you all are going to get some opportunities, man. That, that that running game has to help out that offense, man. That running game has to help out Jerry Goff because I expect Jerry Goff to have a very, very good season this year, man. He has a new offensive coordinator, but Sean McVay is still going to be calling the plays, man. We know how uh, creative he is, and we know the kind of offensive game plans and schemes he can come up with in the plays. He can call to catch a defense off guard, man, and, and, and catch a defense, smack him upside the head because they really don't know where it's coming from, man. But as good as golf is, man, and as good as those receivers are uh, with Cooper Cup and Robert Jones, man, we have to get that running game going, and it's, you know, you got a youngster, you know, you got two youngsters, Cam Akers and Dale Henderson, man, that, uh, they're looking to do some things, and Malcolm Brown is a vet, man. You know, you know, he backed up Todd Gurley for you know five, six years, five years, and uh, he's really gonna get his opportunity, man, to show he can step up and be the starter. As, at, at least right now, I'm pretty sure going into camp, he's the starter because Cam Akers got to kind of show himself because they really haven't seen him, and we still got to see what Dale Henderson uh, can do, man. But just looking at that man and knowing that how crucial this running game is to the success of this Los Angeles Rams offense man because i mean even looking at that if you look at the losses it's when they ran it when they ran the rock man one loss they only ran it 11 times they got killed 55 to 40 but a lot of that time's coming when you getting blown out 18 carries and another loss 22 rushes and another loss 23 9 14 24 so that's it man it seems like the formula man where we can run the ball or at least attempt to run the ball even though we're not getting a lot of yards at a time, man, that bodes well for the success of our offense. But going back to how Jerry Goff is going to, you know, do some great things this year, man, like I said, like we've talked to him a couple of times, man. I mean, talked about him a couple of times. But uh, what are you excited about with Goff coming this year, man? Because they keep talking about him having an off year last year. But, you know, he was number three in the NFL in passing yards, man. I know those interceptions is what everybody is talking about and looking at, but – I mean, you know, I ain't gonna even lie, man. I'm expecting, a, uh, I'm expecting JG to have a, a huge season this year. Well, Doc, I mean, we we all read publications, man. They come out every every time, every year this time time of year, and <clears throat> you know, we're not immune to them. We we do go grocery shopping. I mean, we do go shopping for uh, for things, and there are newsstands there. There, there's everything alerts popping up on our smartphones these days. So, I mean, you you hear the noise, we hear the noise. I'm sure Jared Golf hears the noise as well. So hopefully it challenges him to, uh, you know, be better, even better than what his own expectations, because, you know, we never want to remain the same as far as football players are concerned. So each year, each offseason, we want to take that opportunity and 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 just evolve, add something new to our game, whether, whether it be speed, uh, anything that has to do with accuracy as far as a quarterback is concerned or just being a more better, a better leader, leadership quality. So. Um, hopefully that's, you know, where Jared is this, this year. I'm expecting great things from him because this is a league where if you don't have it at the quarterback position, Doc, you're going to be lost, man. And that's just the way it is. You see all these teams that are scrambling to get that franchise quarterback on their team to make sure that this team can be thriving when they need to be thriving. So 
Um, hopefully that's that's what we have. I believe that's what we have at that position. So um, I'm looking for great things from Derek. I mean, probably an all pro season. And I, I I have to agree with agree with you, man. I'm looking for some big things as well, man. And they have some extra motivation, man. They've opening up that SoFi Stadium this season, man. That thing I've seen the pictures and little, little video. That thing is beautiful. If people don't understand, man, if you never played sports, man, it does make a difference, man, when you're playing in a home stadium that's as beautiful as this new SoFi Stadium. Isaac, what you think about it, man? Oh, it's, it's 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 just marvelous, Doc. I mean, when you when you fly into LA, you fly right over the stadium, and uh, you can get a, a a bird's eye view of what's going on. I think it's uh going to be one of those mecca stadiums where a lot can be taking places from NFL draft to, to NCAA basketball tournament championship games, uh, to just every Sunday when the Rams are playing. Man, when we suiting up and and uh, the fireworks are, are are coming off the the, the huge jumbotron that's that's there. And I just think, you know, it's an, a perfect opportunity to make it one of the, the toughest places where teams can come in and, and uh, have some, some some success. So um, that's, that's going to take a huge effort from the, the Ram players themselves and the fans just to really make that a home stadium, which we uh, desperately need it uh, thus far. Now, when you're going into the season, man, in the locker room, man, you think you think Cats be betting on talking about, man, I'm going to be the first per- person to score a touchdown in so far, man. Who gonna Absolutely. be the first person to score a touchdown in the new stadium? Absolutely, man. I mean, I remember, uh, you know, when we made the transition from from the West Coast to the Midwest, uh, myself and Jerome Bettis. Every time we, we we were in the locker room, just about we were we were gunning to be the first person to score a touchdown in the new dome. So uh, that's gonna go down in history, Doc. So for me, I mean, it's it's very easy. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with a wide receiver, and I'm gonna go with Mr. Robert Woods, man. I think Robert Woods has that has that 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 dog that 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 ram in him to get into the end zone and be the first guy to score the first touchdown in SoFi Stadium. Robert Woods, but some of that it's, a, it's on a pass reception, right? Right. It could be on a pass reception, but this guy, you know, he runs the reverses, and yeah. you know, he runs a little. Uh, little look passes as we call them, and, and he, he's got great run after the catch. So I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. And in fact, I'm gonna predict it right here that it will be Robert Woods who scores the very first touchdown as a Los Angeles Ram, as a Los Angeles Ram in SoFi Stadium. I mean, I, I I want you know what? I really really want to say, man. You know, it's a. Uh, I really want to say Jared Goff, but how can you say Jared Goff, man? I don't think he's really going to run one in. And if he throws it in, is it really him scoring the first touchdown? He's throwing it to a receiver or a running back. So he needs some help to do it. You know what I'm saying? But Robert Wood, I mean, I'm with you, man. I, 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 but of course you would choose a receiver, man. I, I'm, I'm a, you know, forget it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going with, uh, I'm going with the running back, man. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna say Cam Akers, man. I see this, this, this is what I visualize, man. First touchdown in SoFi Stadium, man. It's like a third and two. You know, we're going to see what the rookie going to do, man. If he's going to hit it up there off tackle, man. They're going to have like seven or eight in the box. He going he gonna to go right, little 46 or something, man. Hit outside, 40-yard touchdown, bro. I mean, it just, it just came to me. Man. I'm going with Cam Akers, man, the rookie, because and plus he's a running back. First touchdown in SoFi Stadium, man. Book it. Cam Akers, man. Duly noted, man. Make sure, make sure you write it down. I write it down, and, let, and our listeners write that down so we can test the accuracy of those uh, predictions. Man, they ain't got to write it down, brother. The podcasts are, are permanent. These are forever. 
<laughs> these are, ain't got to, I ain't got to do nothing. Go back and listen to it, man. But anyway, man, hey, training camp has started, man. The NFL season is almost upon us. Like I said, they're going to have, you know, a week of strength and conditioning. That's going to be tough now, fellas. Trust me. And when y'all out there and them not in those pads looking like, what would we call them, Ice? Practice, practice all <laughs> cats looking like practice all Americans. <laughs> No pad, all Americans. No pad, all Americans. Things change though when you put that helmet on and put them pads on. Them cats remember you running around without them, without them pads on and them shorts, like you some killer. Now when we put these pads on, we are gonna see if you really a killer. But anyway, man, it's exciting, man. Uh, training camps getting started. I mean, the NFL season is almost here, man, and uh, looking forward to it, man. Isaac, that's gonna do it for this edition of Ramblings with you, the golden, the golden child. Like I said, the golden child. Gold jacket, child. Isaac, anything else before we get up out of here, man? Hey, man, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Football is back. Uh, you know, we're preparing it for another season, uh, the 2020 season, football season. And, uh, you know, hopefully these guys stay healthy and uh, everybody comes out of training camp with a true opportunity to make the team. So um, all the best to the young guys, man. Let's get it going, Doc. All praises to the most high. Amen and amen. That's going to do it for this edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. We up out of here. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.